0: The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors Unicorn Cleaning Services They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning which includes lets and Airbnb and also offer ironing and laundry services You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page or you can contact them by visiting their website unicorncleaningservices.co.uk <laughs>
1: Coming up on this week's episode, Dundee, who are notorious for having fantastic cup runs, suffer a shock exit at the hands of Sipman and Paisley. And the storyline on par with Ross and Rachel from Friends. Will they, won't they? Well, Dundee played them Fenland on Tuesday, and we'll preview the game against Tabletop and Queen's Park at Dens on Saturday. We will also look at some of the new content that's been dropped on the D Archive as well, looking back on this day. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host Daniel Smith and with me as always is my co-host Paul Gray. Alright Danny, how you doing? I am not too bad mate, I've got to admit, despite results. I'm alright as well. There's more to to life than football. Mm, No, some may say that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at what's not happening with football and I'm enjoying myself. Got a new TV show to watch, The Last of Us, I'm enjoying that. News well. My work's going fine, plenty of overtime, which is always a bonus. Not good for me. <laughs> so football, I'm not letting football bring us down. Ach, I can not let it bring you down, you know. Saturday night, maybe. Mm.
0: Sunday, Sunday's definitely. a new day. Sunday, Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Sitting back and looking at things, you know, yeah. I think people, some people,
1: jumped the gun just a
0: tad, just a tad. And
1: actually, now we're going to relive it. It's part and parcel being a football fan. Twelve feet in the pool. Oof, definitely. But listen, <laughs> before we before we start speaking about uh, Saturday's Scottish Cup exit at the hand of St. Mim, um <clears throat> Douglas Youth FC are hosting an evening with Charlie Adam. It is on Saturday, the 11th of February, and it kicks off at 8 o'clock until half 10. Um, it's at the Douglas Sports Club, and tickets are on sale now for £20. You can get on them by going on the link that I've done on the websites, and also Douglas Youth, I've uh, provided a link. Um, but if you can't find them, it is on the website evenbright.co.uk. So that'll be quite good there. You get, I'll um, you have. Interview with Charlie, a QA and photo opportunities. Um, so I'll be good to speak to Big Bald Charles.
0: Uh, mate, <laughs> I can't kind of believe you just said that. <laughs> That's
1: my line. I jumped, jumped in before you did. It. pulled the trigger.
0: Oh, I'd be class to
1: get a photo with Big Bald Charles. Like, oh man, what a guy. What a guy. Aye, that'd be a good one. Me and Paul will be there. So that'll be good. Um, Can't wait. Yep, yeah, being in the audience, having a few beverages, just a just a few. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you can, if you want, go and get a ticket. It'll help the Douglas Youth FC. Um, but let's do it. Let's speak about the shock cop exit by Dundee. <laughs> Shockerini. <laughs> I mean, who would have predicted? fail in the Scottish Cup for the 113th time oh daddy it.
0: daddy
1: mate if you can't laugh and take the piss out yourself what could you do yeah this is true this is true
0: yeah I'm still a wee bit still a wee bit miffed because I still feel like we could have won mm-hmm. I thought I thought Dundee did extremely well you know against a team who's they've, they've made that ground a bit of a fortress in the yeah. Premier you know what I mean Um had chances to take, but it's just like it says, it's just unfortunate. I mean, their keeper our, our bastard, Carson um, was at the top of his game you know what I mean? Uh, that, that's that is it, long and short. Simple like as that
1: I mean so we move on uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a diddy cup anyway. We've got a bigger cup to look at on Tuesday that we'll speak a bit later. Absolutely I mean, who wants to hear a big day away in sunny May at Hamden when you can be looking at a Dreek, probably, I don't know what day February at Turf at McDamerd Park. <laughs> is that where it is? Yeah, More likely it's always there, isn't it? So yeah,
0: yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Oh God, can't wait. Hmm. <laughs> if we if we if we get through to that stage, <laughs> you know that should be the main priority this season. You know, <laughs> winning the Diddy Cup <laughs> or the
1: Diddy Ur Cup, the Diddy Ur Cup. <laughs> <clears throat> but um. I mean, like you say, we had chances. and I mean, mm. so did St. Man. um It wasn't just all one way uh, towards Carson's goal, but Dundee certainly had some good chances in this game to win it.
0: Mm.
1: They certainly did. I mean, like I said to you,
0: you know, earlier, um, when you look at the stats, it's a 50-50 split straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. Both both teams had chances. Both teams had the possession. It was it, it, A lot of people were moaning about that it wasn't a good game of football. I actually really enjoyed it. I mean, it was, yeah, it was kind of kind of dirty, but Dundee were playing some slick passing here and there, some chances. Cameron, hopefully, speak with Cameron later. thought he was tremendous um, and defensively solid, but yeah, we did have a couple of chances. Thomas had a chance in extra time. You know what? See, thinking about it now, I, that game for me was there for the taking. Mm-hmm. It really was, but it, 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 you kind of feel like, you know, obviously this is what Boyer's been saying for ages that would need to be more clinical in the final third. And that game there kind of summed that up. Yeah, I think there was
1: even a chance with Sweeney mm-hmm. was a three hitter, six yard box. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, but the being clinical in the final third, I think to me we need the players in there to be more clinical. And I don't think we'll have. No.
0: No, no. you look at the forward boys there's, and again it's been said that you look at the four players there's no many goals. No. Nah.
1: That's worrying. I mean I was looking on my site and I'm pretty sure that um, the whole team there's not a lot of them that have even got 10 goals in them for Dundee over the course <laughs> of their career. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> I mean I know that. And they've probably been there a number of years. Yeah, I mean this season, we've seen a, a lot of goals spread out, which has been good to see. Yeah. But now it's came to the point where it's like, wait a minute here, your strikers haven't been knocking them in. Zach Robinson that was. Obviously, he's not them here anymore. so. But the other ones, I mean, there's a distinct lack of goals here. Um, I mean, people had chances in the smart game. Like you say, never took them. Just mm-hmm. what it is, you know what I mean? It's a... It's a one-off cup game and everything like that, but the that's what bothers me the most now. Though is that we're getting the chances, and we're putting them away, and it it doesn't feel like even if we did hit hey, a game where everybody's got a goal, that that would mean oh we've clicked that we'll get mm-hmm. the goals. So I just didn't feel like these players have got it in them, mm-hmm. like up front today. Well, it, it doesn't really help when
0: in, you've got effectively two. Well, he brought. I was going to speak about this later, but I'll speak about it now. Stuff it. Um, There was obviously there were some enforced substitutions, but we'll speak Mm -hmm. about them in a bit. But there were some unforced substitutions. I mean, for me, that kind of kind of killed it a wee bit. You know, bringing on two target men, um, and basically you had Thomas and Sheridan on with Ruddin, Thomas and sorry, uh, Sheridan and Ruddin, right but then you're taking off McMullen. So you've got these target boys, but who's there to put the ball to them? Mm-hmm. I just... I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know what, what boy he was playing at. I, I, I,
1: don't get it. Don't get it. See when, see when he puts these subbies on, like flings all these big boys on, hmm. I think he... To me, it feels like he's just hoping something sticks.
0: Hitting
1: hope. Yeah. Cause That's it, what it's like. It's never... It's
0: really paid off. mm mm-hmm. think- McCowan came off. I mean, McCowan came off. But granted, he was bloody knackered. Mm-hmm. Like he was knackered. But the McMullen subby, I, I just I didn't understand that. Um, I think he took off oh god, I can't even remember who he took off from. But it was uh, he brought on sorry Sheridan for McMullen. What? And then Sheridan was playing left mid. <sighs> I felt I really felt sorry for Jordan Marshall. I actually thought he was having a no-bad game. He was solid enough, but he was having to put in a double shift. Mm-hmm. Sheridan wasn't going to do much tracking back, and he's not, exactly a, he's not exactly got bags of pace. You know, Dink a ball over the fullback. Sheridan's not going to get that. No. We're all about playing like you should be playing to their strengths. Left mid is not Sheridan's strength. <laughs> Never has but been. I'm strug- but I'm struggling no. to see what his strength is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just, I, I really don't see it. I know people are defending him, saying he's won, he's won a few hitters and that. Yeah, great, but they're not getting knocked down to anybody. But that's kind of what happens when you play two target men up front. Hitters are fine, but I want goals. Mhm. Yeah, or you want them knocked down into somebody, but there was mm-hmm. nobody knocking. they, they would not getting knocked into anybody. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't understand that. I kind of, you I know, mean, I mean, like I said, it was a, t- it was a tough game. Like I said, I did enjoy it, but we were up against an old school, dirty, horrible team. And Robinson's got them set up the exact same way that you had these Motherwell team. Um, and you know, obviously, there was we had to do a lot of reshuffling and that with injuries and you know subbies and whatnot, It kind of disrupted it. But Dundee were playing some good stuff. They were playing good stuff, and even with the reshuffles, we still looked we still looked solid. We were holding our own against a good ish. Ah, oh, fuck it, they're shite. Um, premiership team. Yeah. I mean, they're sitting mid table, they're sitting sixth, and we've, hold, we've held our own against another Premiership team. Like we did against Rangers, okay, a narrow defeat, but it's, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. I mm-hmm. can actually feel myself. I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm, oh. right it, we could have won. We really could have won that. We really could have won that. I mean, it was obviously going to penalties and that, you know, frustrating. I keep using that word, that's what the name of the podcast should be frustration. Um and obviously missing three penalties, but you know, it could have been worse. I could have missed
1: four <laughs> in a promotion playoff, you know. <laughs> but that's none of my business. But I think we should touch on um Taylor French's injury, which I mm, think oh it's, yeah. a, it's a that's the end of season. One for Hamilton. I oh, think. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And it's, it's a massive miss for Dundee. He's going to be mm-hmm. good. He has been fantastic in defence for us and running forward in a kind of back position sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. Horrible injury, and there wasn't much in it. It was just two players, I think, going for the ball. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those freak accidents. Uh, You've seen his picture on Instagram the, the, that night, and he was basically saying, It's no good news. Which right now we and also we'll speak about transfers later on. The the depth of the squad was quite good at the start of the season. And we players going it's slowly went London doing and um a French's injury has uh, made that squad a little bit thinner. But mm. obviously, um we wish him well on the, the road to recovery. I think it's gonna be a long one and um just hope that he bounces back quickly. I mean, I think he should know fine well that the entire
0: fan base hopes he makes a speedy recovery. I mean, obviously, I wish him all the best as well. Like, But I mean, everybody was gutted. Everybody. And I think you're absolutely correct. That's him. He's, he's, that's out for the season. Like, I mean, it just I mean, it didn't look too much in it. But you knew as soon as he... It was a sore one when he hit the deck and he just looked like he was just writhing in agony. -hmm. And then the longer it went on, you knew obviously someone wasn't right. And then obviously you were getting images, you know, through from, you know, boys at the game where it was like they brought the oxygen on, they've brought the the stretcher on, you know, that goes underneath them and that. So uh, you just knew it wasn't good. But I mean, judging by the photo, or actually, judging by the images, Ashgorf plays a pass. I think he tried to play past them. It was either Mulligan or McCowan. But Gogic reads it as a defensive midfielder would do. He reads it, kind of overran it a wee bit, and you could just see Tyler. He's wagging his laces right through it and just get rid of the danger. But Gogic just gets there first, and Tyler obviously follows through and whacks his leg off uh, Gogic's leg. So yeah, that's yeah, it's yeah. not good. He obviously he came off the worst, so it's, it's definitely the uh, the
1: tibia that's probably going to be broken. Is that, is that, like, the most common, like, break is that like? It,
0: correct, it is. It yeah. is, actually. The most commonly fractured bone in the body. The shin
1: bone. I've not even looked to see, like, what the recovery is for that, to be honest.
0: I mean, it probably depends on the breakage. I mean, obviously, we're no doctors, but, if I mean, if it's shattered, then it's going to be longer, but if it's a clean break, mm-hmm. but even still with these things, I mean, look at my dog, for God's sake. Yeah. Hit by hit by a bloody car, but that was a shatter and that was not good. That was Mm -hmm. plates and pins and everything. She's only just getting back to normal, and that was months ago. That was back September. Mm -hmm. I mean, human bigger bone might take longer. I don't know, but that's for me. His season's done, and, and honestly, I'm absolutely gutted, my sweet
1: prince. I know. Like you say at the start of the season, I was a little bit. I'm not too sure about this boy. He looks like he's got something about him. Um and obviously I love them. he just came like a fan favourite.
0: Mm-hmm. I loved him as soon as he as soon as I
1: seen him on the pitch, I was like, I love this guy. Yeah. Love him. Like you say, it's a it's a horrible injury for or if horrible for any player to get injured like that on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um but for it to happen to a player that's so important to us in defence. Um, Is a big massive blow, especially with only so many days left in the transfer window and now I think Boyer says that it's um, he's his thing of looking it forward has shifted to defenders. Um, yeah, I can, I can understand why he's saying that but I,
0: I mean, for me I still think, I still think it's a left back we need because we've got to cover it right back with Kerr and McGee, mm. you know so, and like I said, McGee can obviously shift into right back, but then it leaves a gap in the middle. But I mean, if you look into it, I mean, we couldn't have filled the bench on Saturday yeah, because of the injuries. Williamson was out, he got injured, I think, the day before. Burns hurt himself, so he's injured. Um, there's another one, but anyway, um, I, I, I still think we're okay. I still think we're okay, but we are definitely going to miss him. But I still mm-hmm. think we're okay there. Um, obviously Fisher coming back we'll see what he's all about look good in pre-season good reports from Dunfermline might do a job Um, I blame Boyer for the injury because he shouldn't have been playing centre mid <laughs> <laughs> you
1: had to put the blame on Sunday didn't you <laughs> yeah
0: Nah, it's just like it is. An, totally unfortunate. It's a complete accident. Yeah, just a, coming together, and f- French came off worse. That, that's it. And mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely
1: shite. That is. <laughs> I'm that proper is. gutted about it. Uh... But before we kind of go into the penalties, um what was your view of the referee? He has not got any plaudits at all from the Dundee it's, fans. <laughs> it's not just the Dundee fans. He
0: doesn't get anything from any fans. Mm-hmm. This boy, Colin Stevens. It. Uh, I mean, some folks seem seem to believe that me and him go at the same barber. You go to a have bar a bar look bar? at him. Yeah, I do actually <laughs> cheeky bastard. Anyway, fairly, um, fairly. but he was just I. I, I, I Some people said that he he let the game flow and all that kind of stuff. Nah, nah. Like I was, like I touched on earlier, Samirna are a horrible team. They they play like this archaic style of football where it's basically rotational fouls. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Everybody takes a turn at getting a wee wee foul here and there and run away through the ref, right? No worries, ref. Okay, I won't do that again. Declan Gallagher was the first guy to get booked, but it wasn't even that a great challenge on Jakubiak. I didn't even think it warranted the booking, but I think the ref just went, oh, I'm going to have to book somebody. The boy Gogic had about three three fouls. The ref never even said a word to him. Mm-hmm. And I think it was either it was either Anderson or McCowan were running through or attacking. Gogic just went through the back of them. The back of them, I think it was Anderson, I think. He went through the back of them, ref plays advantage. But once the attack fizzles out, he doesn't go back to him. He doesn't go back to him and go right you, that's your fourth foul. There's a card. He doesn't book him till the fucking 99th minute. Mm-hmm. It, the referee was absolutely abysmal as far as I'm concerned.
1: Um I mean it sounds like he's ref every recent Dundee Derby then we can't mm-hmm. butcher. I was the same with him. He used to mm-hmm. stuck right in. Yeah. And never get booked till
0: about like the last kick of the ball. I mean, it's, again, I'll keep using the word frustrating. It is, mm. it is when it's against you. I mean, when it's your team, aha, brilliant. But when it's against you, you get absolutely riled by it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought the ref completely lost control of the game. He was influenced by the crowd. You know, if their fans, oh, it's a foul, then he would give them the foul. And uh, nah, nah. And in shock of Rooney, he was wearing tangerine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, let's not go down the Celtic conspiracy route right here.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll go on about the goalkeepers wearing tangerine, but it was the bloody officials this time round. The, the the boy Colin Stevens is, is an absolute joke of a referee, absolute joke of a referee.
1: Yeah, I look back at some of the, uh, Fred's own various football forums so about him. Yeah, and he's no um, how how is he how he's made it as a referee with all the mistakes he's made and just being a total pop and he absolutely doesn't want confrontation a mm-hmm. card man like you say Gogic does a tackle does he speak to him it's like he's scared multiple fouls uh, multiple but, but I mean Gogic has always been like that
0: yeah I'm sorry if it, if the, you let the first foul go and then it's you tell him right next one you're a carded that's that's the way it's used mm-hmm. to always be but this, this boy just lost the plot. Some people are saying he had a no bad game, like it says.
1: But yeah. nah, nope, nope, nope. It's boys like that, you wonder what the thought is behind it because it's not like the player's going to turn, going, going to turn round and say, "Right, I'll see you outside the stadium at full time." Like, hey, you never know, man. Would you
0: would you book Chip Charlie? <laughs> eh. Would you know his back? I'll, them,
1: I'll, them, <laughs> I'll show him it, and then you know, I, f- I forgot to show him the yellow card. Yeah, you'll
0: see in the parking lot we samurai saw <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I just felt. It, it, I mean, like I said, I did enjoy the game, but it, it, the ref for me, nah, nah, mm-hmm. he lost control. He should have stamped his authority right at the start. But then, I mean, some folk will say, "Oh, you didn't want a real card shown in the you know early doors and that." But the ref should just, like I says, first foul, cool. Second foul, you're in the book. Mm-hmm. That's it. But then, like it says, you know, St. and Robinson, they're doing the rotational fouls. Hard mm. to keep track of. So I think he probably just went, right, yeah, fuck it, I'm just going to book Gallagher. But he should have, Gogic probably shouldn't even been on the pitch. Kind of stand up, baldy. Anyway.
1: <laughs> it feels like we're just jumping through pillar to post here because we went to transfer rumours, the, the, the St. Myrne game and the injuries back to the game and um, refs and all that. But. Oh,
0: it's was brilliant. I mean, like I said the earlier, earlier, before recording, you know, I started typing notes up at half time. And then after the game, I was going to it. And then through, throughout the night, I was going back to and typing up and thinking things. And I was like, right, I hate to go to bed. I was just, <laughs> I, was, I was annoyed, but I was proud of the team. Because, mm. like I said, any other day, we could have won that and we could have went through to the next round. Yeah. But for me, look, we move on, right? Success was never going to happen in this cup. What you probably? Probably never. Look, you know me, Danny, we're forever the, the optimist. Chance. Forever the optimist
1: here. <laughs> oh, we're always in be your chance to win the Scottish Cup.
0: Oh, nah, nah, nah As as far as I'm concerned Draw that line in the sand Let's move on The priority is the league I mean obviously we've got the Diddy Cup coming up next the, Sorry, the Didier Cup coming up next So, I mean I'm I'm I sound, I'm saying I'm no fuss But I really am yeah, I'm absolutely right Because we should have won We we could have, we should have Should have, been have, could have
1: Should have, would have, could so, the, come on, let's speak about the penalties. Let's finish this chapter of the podcast of the game. Let's speak mm-hmm. about the penalties. Um, St someone's first penalty, was it Eamon Brophy, I think? Yeah. Right to the keeper. Mate, see, I'm not going to try to
0: tell people how to take penalties and that, but see if I was taking a penalty back in the day and playing Sunday League, just had to do in the middle, get the laces through it, boom. Nine times out of ten, the keeper's going to move. Yeah. But fair
1: play to fair play to It's just stood his ground. Thank if you have, very much. If I was Lexan's with that, I'd have punched that away. Like swung my arm and punched that away. It was that easy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like batted it away. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they missed that, and you think, "Here we go." And then, well, what happened after that was unfortunate because we missed three penalties on the trot. The first in—that's a few times running. I'd got away, we put in the ball in that position. I've noticed that's his favorite position for a penalty. And yeah, uh, does other keepers realize that this that's his favorite like place to put the ball? Because the past couple they've been really close to Falkirk and Abdrove, and now this mm-hmm. one. I mean, keepers do the homework on people who take the penalties. So is it maybe a case of like that's where he's going? But I believe that's something uh, to do with Jamie Langfield
0: actually. Because uh, Robinson, the manager, during his we. Two and a half minute post match interview mentioned that uh, basically he gave credit to Jamie Langfield and said Jamie told him what way to move for each player. Aye, but it was and a good it, it was a good penalty. I'm sorry, that no, was it was, but it was going into the corner. The keeper's made a good save, and it's you know obviously it's, it's hit the post, bounce back out. I mean, how mm. unlucky can you get?
1: But, no, my point was basically in case I mix it up a wee bit because stuff. Oh like yeah, that, yeah. It's not the first time people have credited Jamie Langfield to helping them. Um I'm pretty <laughs> sure for the well, you mentioned the you know playoff game. I'm pretty sure he gave the keeper a list of places where the players put it on a bottle. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Yeah.
1: So I mean and he's forgot about yeah, that. and he's done it before. Like so it's um it's one of those things that like, sometimes you just wish your strikers to mix up. Like you say, it was a good penalty. He just mm. touched onto the post and out again. But sometimes you're like, if you keep putting it there, people will click on. And if you've got mm. somebody like Jamie Lanfield, who kens the game, who's a goalkeeper coach for them, he will spot this. Because keepers look at that type of thing, right? Was a striker, was mm. he put it in the last, like, five games. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, man, I totally forgot about that, the, the water bottle. Yeah. I remember, I, 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 me and my mate Bursay, I'm sure we were in the burden Bear a couple of Steins watching that game on my phone, it's brilliant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, obviously, that he saved the rest of the penalty. Um, the new boy, I think. Back. Sorry, just I, th- I think that that penalty,
0: Rodden, that was probably the most important. I think if he'd he buried that, I think we would have went on and we would have went on and won the shootout. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, but I think because I mean, when the first penalty was saved, I was jumping all over the place. Ah, fuck, come on. And then you're just deflated. So God Mm -hmm. knows what the players felt like.
1: Mm -hmm. then
0: Um, up steps big Mark O'Hara.
1: Yep. XD. He was never missing that, just purely because he was an XD. He could have walked up with two dead legs and just swung his leg at the ball. It would have went in just because he's an XD. I
0: like Mark O'Hara. I thought thought he had a kind of quiet game. He's
1: he's the type of boy that was gutted when he went and would hate marking the team.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm. I would love a player like him.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, it was a good penalty. Let's not speak about their penalties because their penalties went in. Hmm. Let's not get you angry or angriers. <laughs> I'm waiting to go green in a minute. I'm saying let's not speak about their penalties getting scored, but let's go and speak about done the Dundee penalties that were saved. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so our new sign signing, who we'll all speak about as well, uh, Thomas. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I didn't think it was a bad penalty. There was a lot of pace behind the ball. It just did, did it seem to like the keeper saved it, but it went under and underneath him and up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, think I thought he, it was nestling in the bottom corner. Yeah, right? yep. It, it, his run-up was a little bit unorthodox. They thought it looked kind of like, um, I don't know, Just like he kind of stuck his way up to the penalty, but he certainly didn't <laughs> have flash it.
0: Oh, I, th- I thought you got the license through it mate I yeah. thought I'd maybe nestle into the corner wasn't the, probably the right word I think he was about to burst the net I, I, I still still thought still think it, watching it again
1: I'm like how's that No went in mm-hmm. I thought it was a brilliant penalty See what I would oh. say though about the two players being strikers get that bar and blast it high as you can into the net instead of in the corner that's what I'd always say it it. Just, just stay that way then he put it in the bottom easier for keepers to save it Devin mm-hmm. doing you blast it and it's going up the woods. It's it's harder for them, eh? So, um, and then obviously young Lyle Cameron um, missed his. but you can what? Fair play to him for standing up and taking that penalty because there's mere senior players in that team that should have been ahead of him. That should have been. No, I'm taking this because it was a crucial penalty. And like you say, like if what he was good when he came on. Had a good game. He's he's, he's made give the manager questions on his next kind of couple of formations, and uh, but at the same time, for him to hit the balls to go and take that penalty, and fair enough, he missed that. I would not hold that against him at all. But there's boys in that team that have been there for years, played bloody Champions League football and all that. That couldn't they step up and take that pressure apparently, which I thought was quite poor.
0: Mate, I've, I've
1: genuinely no other words
0: to say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Fair play to him. Um. What is he, 20? Yeah. 20 years old. Oh, give me the ball, I'll go up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fucking love him.
1: In a way, I absolutely love him. In a way, Paul, it's um, a wee good learning from of anything.
0: And see, the thing is, I know, or I feel it, that he will 100% learn from that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, we're at the cup but we probably would have been at the cup anyway because of the, the two pen, penalty misses previous. But this is the type of thing that can makes the player's personality come out. What's the word I'm looking for? Character. Yeah, a character, that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he can come out the next couple of games and show it's no effect them, it's like, like okay then, I mean, this boy's made a of stuff, which I believe he is anyway because he's he's came into the first team, he's then went out the first team, he's came back into the first team, and you wouldn't noticed notice that he was dropped. His attitude has been spot on.
0: Bang on, mate. Mm. Nail on head. Been saying it for weeks what a player he is. And it was great to, the, the, it was great to see so many other folks saying that he was Dundee's man of the match. Mm-hmm. Because he was. He's always wanting the ball. If he loses the ball, he's getting it back he rarely plays a pass astray or a rye whatever way you say it. it he rarely does it he's just it, i think it, he's a cracking wee player mm-hmm. cracking wee player um I mean obviously came on for care who went off after two dirty challenges for the fucking buddies, bodies um and he was he was Dundee's best player um, and he was so unlucky with his Decaneo scissor kick mm-hmm. for the edge of the box, but that was a brilliant save again for Carson. And I, I mean I'll say it again, I think it sees passing and movement, it's just so impressive for for a for a laddie that's twenty year old. Mm-hmm. He says always wants the ball and if he loses it again, you know, he he wins it back. It's just that's what we need. Well,
1: that was one of the things he I think he was no longer on and he made a pass and it kind of went back the way and someone mm-hmm. got the ball and started going forward with it. And the first thing he was doing was running back to get the ball, track him back. it's um, no type of boy that loses the pass, lets his head go down, like some young players might do, and mm-hmm. then that's it. No, he was like head down, trying to get the ball back. Um, like you say, boys that age will make passes like that, but it's refreshing to see he's not going to lie down and just take it. He's he's, no. he's, he's playing for the team. Yeah.
0: Um, like I said, I mean, and I've been told from folk that know him that after training, boom, straight to the gym. Mm-hmm. He's always, I think, he's always trying to improve himself. And I guarantee you, after missing that penalty, he'll be taking, he'll be practicing penalties non-stop, non-stop mm-hmm. until he's like, until he's like, yeah, give me another one. But I, I don't think he would shy away from taking another penalty. No. another chance. He's just there's something. I just think there's something about him there eh,
1: mm-hmm. that's I, just. I would not be against him. If he was on the pitch taking the next penalty in a game that we played, purely because he showed the, the guts to stand up to take that penalty in a in an absolutely pressure point of the game.
0: Um, again, Definitely. I mean, obviously. I mean, if you've you've stood there and watched two of your two strikers no scoring. Fuck will be a oh, fucking shit. Who's gonna score? And then you're like, give me the ball, I'll go up, I'll get mm-hmm. a bash. I mean, to be fair, his penalty was it was pretty crap, it was it was poor. It was, it was, easy, it was easy for a goalkeeper. But yeah. like I've says, he will go back <laughs> on the pitch, the training field, and he fall, um, and he'll be practicing like yeah. non-stop. Non stop. He's a hell of a man, I think he's class. Both footed, he's got a wee energy about him. We zap, we zang mm-hmm. just class
1: to tied down immediately. Yeah. Well, you can what we'll stop speaking about uh, Dundee exiting the Scottish Cup purely because it happens all the time and there's nothing new. Yeah. And we'll just move on to, we'll move on to transfers actually. Okay. I kind of don't say that in the intro, but we'll look at transfers because there's been movement. So, look, hmm. we've no spoke about players that obviously Zach Robertson went, Niall McGinn went, to Glen and Desi Uzi, he's gone. Oh, big Desi, oh, he was shite. He was, you know what? <laughs> he was,
0: he was, he, he was stinking. Like, come on, like, ugh, come on. Nah, but, if, nah,
1: We never went hard on him in the podcast when he was playing for us because he's yeah. scored a couple of goals and the fact that I loved the nickname that you gave him, Desi. Big but Desi. Let's be honest. I mean, it felt like that he was tripping over the bar when he had it when there was mm. nobody around him. I think he actually did do that. He probably and, did. He, he didn't look like a footballer. <laughs> it's all lot of puns but he didn't.
0: No, he, he looked like he should have been paraded with the boys like Mendy and Inguentala, kind of they boys. Yeah. When they came in, he, he, he would have fit right
1: in there. Like, yeah. I know what you mean, like the lower league English signs <laughs> that were made that you thought you <laughs> might be onto something because he's, yeah, you know he's, he's, there's a good plot at still himself or good like hmm. people have spoke about the performances but as soon as they've made the step up to Scottish football which is mere bloody like you get studs into your shins and stuff like that like, and into your face in. yeah it's, hmm. um, uh, he'll be on the herbal life soon <laughs> I heard that Martin Woods is trying to get him onto his pyramid scheme <laughs> uh,
0: so is Craig Curran they're fighting
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Wales else is fucked off, actually? Oh, Grayson. Uh, Grayson, uh,
0: Grayson and Luke Strachan.
1: Yep. Well, Luke Strachan's on loan, on isn't loan, he? On yeah, loan, Peter, yeah. Peterhead, was it? Something like that, yep. Yeah, I'll Just go for Peterhead. Um, Grayson, yeah, he's gone sensible. He's, what, one minute and seven games or something? Um, I loved the, the, the reporter that tweeted... That he was leaving Dundee because of financial difficulties, and then you read that and you were like, oh, "Fuck, no again." Mm-hmm. We've, we've been here too many times. Then you seen his second tweet was like, basically saying that Gary Boyer's got it because he's he's impressed them at the end And you thought, "Well, this is a load of shit."
0: That is an absolute pork pie. Yeah. Straight away. You just needed that boy, hundred and fifteen thousand followers or something, mm-hmm. sprouting that absolute me oh man, unbelievable, unbelievable. Got rid of him to free up wages. Mm-hmm. To free up wages and also the fact that Grayson was stinking. Mm-hmm. Another player that just, was he a, I think he was a footballer. Brilliant brilliant game against our hmm and that was it.
1: He had, was, I would say he had a good few touches on him but as a few people have said, he's basically play the academy football doing in England and regardless of who you are in England for academy football once you get put into the bloody like years years at a time like blood and snorters of a yeah. league that's what shows you like the mental toughness or just toughness in general like of what kind of player you are and he it seemed like he like he was that used to playing academy football where there's no pressure and you can probably talk about 5 touches. No up here. You're, no. You get, you get the bar, you've got, like, four six foot 5 Scotsmans running at you. Really just, uh, no even boot the bar, boot you. Correct. <laughs> oh, but apparently he's, he's got a wand of a left foot. I've never seen that once.
0: <sighs> Fucking disappearing no. act. Alakazam. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: stinking, stinking. Alakazam, just as quick as he, he was here, he's gone. He's disappeared. Um... But we did bring in the player, like you said, he missed the penalty. Um, you've already gave him a wee nickname, haven't you?
0: <laughs> yeah, Kwame Kerr.
1: It <laughs> sounds like me trying to say Kwame Kerr's name a about 10 pints doing this.
0: It does.
1: <laughs> Cheeky
0: bastard. Here, that's absolutely brilliant, Kwame Kerr. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> let's be honest it wasn't the best of debuts but you kinda had that against the boy he was signed what a day two days prior he's he signed on the Thursday and then nine. he's playing the Saturday
0: he's probably had one training session mm-hmm. but to be fair he came on what half hour ago
1: yeah and come the 90 minutes he looked like he was gubbed and let's be honest as we've spoke about little Cameron taking a penalty he was taking a penalty I know. <laughs> well, he doesn't even care half the teammates' names, and he's standing up to take a penalty. Which well, again, doesn't any of their names. Yeah, it's a bugbear to me because there's people on that team that should have been standing up. But have already spoke about that. We'll no. Sheridan. <clears throat> <laughs> he probably would have slipped and at the penalty spot and shinned it to the keeper or something like that. But <laughs> broke his ponytail or something.
0: <laughs> I thought
1: spoke. he was. I mean, I thought he was okay. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean. I remember seeing someone, that he's, he, he's no played since November mm-hmm. and it showed. Yeah. He, he did look miles off the pace. Come 90 minutes, he'd, he, I thought he was knackered he, he was gubbed, you know, but he was putting himself about and there was, there was one bit where I think a ball went over and he's went up to get it and he basically, Samirn got fouled, put it that way but both their boys were on the deck and <laughs> Big Kwame Kerr's just swaggering past them. see you later, boys. But I mean, he got booked. He he was all elbows, you know. Mm-hmm. He was all elbows. But I think I mean, again, signed on Thursday. Probably had one training session, and now he's played. So, like, folk need to go off his back a wee bit. We I know he, he's tucks. go. I know he's goal scoring right as shite, mm-hmm. but he's he's a target man. Yeah, but. I don't know, I think we need target men like We need somebody <sighs> to score goals. Yeah. Somebody you put the ball in the f- bloody net. Yeah. What's Jim what's fucking James Grady doing? Fucking <laughs> okay, bet he's kept himself fat. Game again.
1: I mean, Eddie Allen's on Twitter. I can drop him a DM right you now. Let's slide right into them DMs.
0: Let's do it. Let's
1: get it was, the band back together. It was Kenija then. He was playing for bloody FC Wem- Wembley about five years ago. Okay, a bit, a bit <laughs> I bet he's still fit. Feel a drug test, so yeah. there's a reason. But, there's a reason he's still fast.
0: But again, it's. I think, you know, was there's there's gotta be there's gotta be strikers out there that can put the ball in the net, and they're not just six foot odd
1: target men. Well, there's that wee rumor going about that we're looking at Conor Shields from Motherwell. Um mm. I haven't seen that that was i don't know that account. I, I i've never really seen that account on twitter mm. um but it's got loads and loads of followers like thousands upon thousands and that put that queen's park were looking at them as well and there was another scottish team um and were so that's one to keep an eye on um but like i say it's silly season right now for I'm rumours, there's probably nothing in that but yeah, that. Shales, it's worth it. If Connor Shields that's got about mm-hmm. 10 goals in his career or something mere, One more than Kwame Jones Kwame Jones? Kwame, Kwame, Kwame Jones <laughs> Kwame Jones, call him Jonesy
0: hell,
1: man? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonesy Kerr And then okay. we've still got the, the rumour of um, Callum Butcher um, mm. sticking around um. I didn't realise that he's actually not even featuring that much doing self for, nah. for whatever team took him on. Burton. Um, Burton Albion, is it? Mm-hmm. So there, there could be something in that. But again, but then again, it is, it's it's uh, fairly quiet on that front, to be honest. Um, like
0: like what we were saying earlier, or like what Boyer was going on about, the, the approach has shifted from mm-hmm. you know attack-minded players now to defensive. And, and I said it, right back I think we should be okay because we've got Kerry McGee if Marshall was out Kerry got left back I think we're okay there and middle of the park there's loads of boys there well, obviously if they're fit because you've got Robertson mm-hmm. Williamson Burn you know and McGee if he's not playing right back you know there's, there's that there it's it's a striker it's, it's a boy that is going to just terrorise defenders and mm-hmm. just noise them up and put the ball in the net uh, to me, I don't think it should be shift. but is he just saying
1: that? I guess he'll be looking. He, he's. I don't think he's, I'd have to realise that we're not getting goals up top, that because French is now going to be out for, like I said, we, we don't know yet, but more than likely we'll be out for the rest of the season. That oh, that's, yeah. he's, that's his whole goal is to look for um, a replacement for him. I can't see it being like that. Um, I think you will still be looking at a striker, but the, the striker you just described there, it's going to be hard to find one like that in this one. It is,
0: it is, and th- this was my worry. Um, you know, bringing in, bringing in Kwame, right? Jones. He's no, he's <laughs> Kwame Jones, he care. Um, he's no place since November. We we can't afford to have guys coming in that aren't a match fit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. It's going to take every player time to look. To get into Dundee's ta- getting a Boyer's tactics, that, that that's a given. But if they're no match fit, I'm. This sounds really bad. That I, I said that I was not going to give, you know, a new sign a hard time. It's not his fault, but it's not what we need right now. I, 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 I,
1: we need people to come in and hit the ground running. Bang on. Yeah, you've you've been reading my cliche book. <laughs> I've been reading your notes because you had them up at the webcam. That's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, Like it says, we can't can't afford a guy to take three to four weeks to get match fit. No. We need boys to come in and do a job right now.
1: Mm -hmm. Because that's um, now, we've no one since the start of the year. And it feels like, I mean, why the the fuck are we still in January? It's been a long start of the month. Oh, it has. (laughs) There's been like you say the games called off, games we've played, games we've been beaten, games we've drawn. Um I think that the, the dreaded manager of the month curse has hit Dundee. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Nah, um,
0: nah, I bet mean, I, I wouldn't I have not I'm I'm no I'm not worried. I, but I, I, I mean I would like to see a, a couple of bodies, more bodies
1: coming in. Actually did Boy even uh, get manager of the month last month? No, I coil, think it actually. was Zone Coil. Zone Coil. Yep. Well, hopefully it hits them. On yeah, Saturday. yeah.
0: Hopefully, it
1: does. <laughs> maybe it's, it's just been a delayed reaction for us. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just but, hmm. yeah, but listen. Well, transfer rumors are that we've got? No substance behind what we've just said. It's basically just filling this podcast. Um, so, like you say, there could be other, there'll be players that we sign that we've never heard of. I'm fairly mm-hmm. certain of that. I think it'll go right up to the last day. Um I think, I I think, think you're I, right. I think, I think, I think, I think you're right. right, Danny. I think It's gonna be I a usual Bundy right. transfer Wendy. Right up to mm-hmm. the last day. And then mm-hmm. we'll end up with some boyfriend kitty winsta harriers on loan or something like that.
0: Yeah, th- I mean that that
1: that's probably not really
0: getting a game for them. But that, that to me, that's my worry. Yeah. That's my worry. There there has to be we hidden gems. Be diamonds in the rough that have been playing week in, week out, and the Scottish leagues below. There's gotta yeah. be that can that can make a step up to the championship. There mm-hmm. has to be. I mean I'm just trying to think I, I genuinely kinda of think a of boy's off the top of my head. But like like I said, look at the boy Savory that Queen's Park signed for Peter Head. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Hit the ground running with him. Brilliant player. Watch out for him in a couple of years, I'm telling you. Um I mean we, we've got I made my old boy always say this like why are you signing boys from down south that are not even getting games for under 23s or anything like that why why are they coming up here and mm-hmm. there's got to be players in Scotland that are just
1: well, a wee push they can make the step up well there was one that I heard that actually now that we're speaking about it was it another boy from Albion Rovers yeah Charlie Riley. Riley. Really? Yeah. He's mm. a midfielder. He's 12 assists. by scoring Andy's assistant. Scores. I mean, it's Albion Rovers, fair play, but if he's got them kind of stats behind him, he's worth a look. I think mm-hmm. he was previously at Partick. Mm-hmm. Hamilton as well. Yeah. Hamilton. I mean, we've seen our same boys that haven't really been making it. Um Went to other teams and they've blossomed. This could be a case of that. Whenever mm-hmm. more, at least it just could be like I say, another rumour. But it's worth keeping an eye out for players like that. And it'd be good if we were looking at players like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, Drew and other Greg Stewart. And even to, like, I came Hemans. I know he was at Rangers, but he ended up at Kildan Beef. I'm hmm. happy for them. <laughs> um, so, there is there. So, that's maybe a name to keep an eye out for. Um, but listen, let's, start, let's stop flinging names about for people they're excited about. Um, Come on, Dundee, get the finger out. Get the finger out. But let's speak about Tuesday's game. At the third attempt, we might play fair one in this Challenge Cup game. I mean, last week, I'm surprised that to Bully took a cell bite and slagged us foot, But I said that we would be speaking about this game because it'd be 100% on. And less than 20 hours later, after the pod was released, pitch inspection, called off. <laughs> Just sitting there for about two days, thinking nobody better if can yeah oh yeah us in it, eh? but um you must listen to this podcast at the end so thank oh yeah oh <laughs> god well done oh <laughs> uh, yeah chill for this game yeah I mean I think it should be on it's been over a week now I'm, it has still been frosty but um I mean I said it should be on I'm not putting my, I'm not I'm no <laughs> I'm not putting my name to anything now it, it could be on I hope it is on. Yeah. I mean... I, think, I, I really do. I think you look at Dundee's statement and basically just saying, whenever well, turned on under-soil heating, fair play, they didn't have to turn it on. And to be honest, with the state of the pitch and the big freeze that was made to happen, if they put the under-soil heating on, we probably would have still had the same um, state of the pitch, regardless. So I remember uh, George... Cran saying in an article before the Cove game got called off at the start of the season, it was they had the undersoil heating on, and it was fifteen grand to have that running. You can imagine what the price would be now to have that running. So why would you put it on for a game that's more likely going to get called off, and that you probably no made enough ticket sales to make the money back off it anyway? Exactly. The club took a lot of flack for it, and then it gets rang. The first thing we were called off. Like you said before, I was like, oh, "What the hell's happening here?" But now I'm kind of like, "Well, you know what? saved you that money, then." Aye, what's, what's the point? <clears throat> I wouldn't. I, I really wouldn't
0: kept- would put it on because hmm. it's a well-known fact, Sonny Jim, that it's there's an issue with the drainage. Right, uh-huh. so the water's just sitting on the top of the grass; it's not going anywhere. It gets cold. What happens to water when it goes below freezing? It freezes. If you turn the temperature up, what's going to happen? The water will melt, but there's nowhere for it to go. So why would you turn on the undersoil heating? It's still going to be a puddle. <laughs> it's just, ah, uh, mate, absolute bonkers. I wouldn't need
1: uh, absolute shambles. I feel like you just <laughs> had a science lesson there. And you'll more get this, but I've got a daughter that watches Mr. <laughs> Mr. Tumble on BBC BBs. BBC BBC. That's the right. thing, man. he would come up with you, so. He's a bit of a clown as well, so. Oh,
0: I'm the biggest, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's right, though. Aye. You know
0: what I mean, yeah, well, if, if, it's, if the water's not going anywhere to go, why would you turn the heating on to melt mm-hmm. it? <laughs> yep,
1: but anyway, I like the way the club just came out and said, I would not turned it on because normally clubs you know how sometimes the games have been off, and you think to yourself, ah, they've not put their the soil heating on, that game could have easily been on. There's hmm. Plenty of times that's happened in Scottish football that you think, "Ah, good in the weather's fine," but the statements that they always put out it's in a roundabout way. They never mm-hmm. ever say that, they've never done it. Dundee are just like, "Nah, never put it on." <laughs> good, yeah. good because
0: they, it, they in the in long the sh- run, uh, in the long run, the pitch would probably get even worse.
1: Yeah, if they did. So, why, why risk that? Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of thinking to myself, why have they rearranged it for this week as well? When we've got the Queen's Park game coming up on the Saturday, I'd be thinking you wouldn't want a fixture at all. But maybe they've got to, maybe they've been told like, right, if you can't kind of get it on that day, you've got to do that one. If it's not that one, it's got to be that Tuesday, and so on, just to get these ones out of the way. Um, I would take it. I would take it before Queens, hundred
0: percent. We've no we've not played really since what the Arbroath game played two days ago well, that game as well. For, <laughs> well, forget that game, perhaps. <laughs> but I mean, we we want to have the match fit. Mm-hmm. Aye, too right. Get get them a competitive game mm-hmm. against a good team. Set yourself up nicely for against, against the Queen's Park Boys. Hundred percent.
1: It could be, a, like you say, a chance. Like your yeah, Lyle Cameron's and Finley Robertson, get them on. Boys like that. Uh, Ca- Cameron's got to be a banker.
0: To start. He's mm-hmm. he's got to be nailed on to start. Um you know say this cup is a wee bit of a distraction for the league but I mean it is one that I think we can win mm-hmm. I, I, I do I'm, I'm always going to think we can win Um obviously be nice for some silverware but I mean it's no vital mm-hmm. it's no vital but I mean we've obviously got we do have some injuries mounting up Um but for All me right. get the boys in that aren't that I'm not playing regular. Get them and get the start that blooming start. Kwame Kerr get him started. Get him a game. It's a tough team, and as long as we come out, I mean, if we if we win the game, great. If we get beat, but we'll come out unscathed, knee injuries, bonus. Because mm-hmm. then that's going to give boys like Williamson and uh, Kerr potentially and Burn time to come back for Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd happily have the happily have this game on Tuesday, and I think the yeah. probably team are probably choking for it as well.
1: Aye, no, there will be, especially after the way we went out the cup there. Mm-hmm. Um there'll no be wanting to make it a double dunter again put out cup competitions. I mean we've... Well one one team will. Aye, well that's what I was made to say. So obviously Dunfermline were beating at penalties four two after drawing one all um after it's time and uh that's their first defeat in the living games. Mm. So it's always good to go up against a team. Who have suffered defeat like that. Um, <laughs> Both teams are practically I, the exact same. It, <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to turn around and be like, "Well, we could either the one up here." I mean, we've recalled Sam Fisher, who, by accounts, <laughs> has been one of their better players this season, and they're absolutely gutted. Um, we've seen Good. one Don Femailer fun. Coat and Dundee, or no, it was the account when they announced it, hoping that we get liquidated for the forty eighth time or something. Um, mm. or so, I mean, he was by Crime War, Crime War, yeah. Um, so they've also got that he's gone. Um, I don't know. He'll be cup tidy regardless, so he'll not be um, in that team. But he could be featuring against Queens Park on Saturday in some form
0: um it'll be on the bench, guaranteed. The bench yeah. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. guaranteed yeah
1: Guaranteed guaranteed. yeah
0: i'm i'm you know what you know me i'm always confident about that we're going to pump the teams and win 3-0 and that but th- mm-hmm. this this queens park game hmm. yeah but it's both te- it's a game for both teams to show their title credentials
1: yeah i mean. so I think it would just playing on fellow game then and just going straight to the queens park game Ach, okay. babe, we've, yeah. we've spoke about the Dunfermline game for about three bloody weeks <laughs> I don't think there's anything left to speak about nah. so we will move on
0: Queens I put Mulligan right back that'd be it
1: mm-hmm.
0: keep McGee in the middle of the park that's, that's the only
1: time I'm going to say that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the big one mm. and who, who would have thought that um, in January you'd be saying top of the table Queen's Spark are coming to Den Spark. Mm-hmm. I think many would. No. But, and but that's no. That's no trying to say they didn't deserve to be top of the table. Hundred percent do. Um, it's just that I never expected them to be where they are. Um, at this time of the year. Like I say, I think I basically said it would be between us and Partick. Look at that turn out. I know, but it's going to be. I think it's going to be a, a. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I think it will be a good game. Yeah, because they, they play football. We've seen them play at They play football. Yeah. Um, but so do we. I, I do hate that one? thing, I, but you're, I know you're you're absolutely right. Tiki-taki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Vertical tiki <tick-a-tack-y.
1: laughs> Um, I think their accounts as well, that they're going to be bringing more support than what they normally would in the away game to Dens. I've seen that. The, the, the club account was putting out that they've... Um, filled buses and whatnot, and maybe putting on a couple extra more so um, they're obviously seeing this as a massive game which it is um, So they're putting on two buses instead of one? <laughs> they've moved it to a double decker Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a berry bus <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: Get we shifted shift in at the fields just before coming in <laughs> I used to love doing that with my granny granddad it was great <laughs> I always slept in. I, I was notorious for sleeping in. I always slept in when it came to going to the Berries when I was younger. I'd eat a punnet on the way back to my granny's. Granny was raging. <laughs> <laughs> See, a, I grew up in front of front of ladder of my life. Um, and that's probably one of the only blemishes on my CV, is that I never went to the Berries. People didn't believe. I'm not in front when I say that I never went. Oh, you're a tough. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, they'll be on, <laughs> they'll be on a
0: double-decker berry bus. That's brilliant. Oh. oh, anyway.
1: Oh, right. About all seriousness, I think they're going to bring a couple of hundred, a good couple of hundred for this game. Um, it's going to be, like say, a big in dundee are doing the, Also, they've done the, the season ticket book, so you can get a, f- a friend for nothing. And you know what, I think that's been advertised as well. What, For the Queen's Park, yeah, it's not been put out there. It was for the party game, mm. and I think they did maybe mention Queen's Park, but they've not pushed it. It's not been like you'll be thinking, This is a huge let's try and get as many people through the doors, but it's because um, they'll be they'll
0: announce it like on the Thursday or something, mm-hmm. so people buy tickets,
1: yeah, up and, and then on Thursday, boom. Well, it's already on the website as well, so but it was on the website a couple of weeks, well, last week, but I've just mm. not seen a big push for people We season ticket book to like bring a friend. Um What, what was, what? Bring a friend. Season, season, season ticket, ticket book. Dead. No, nah, I never said that, did it? You've said it twice.
0: Season ticket book. I'm ashamed of myself. You okay. said it twice. Get it. Right. Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself.
0: Kids. Adults, whatever, take your season ticket, book to dens, and get a ticket for your pal.
1: I feel like doing that um, Game of Thrones when the Lassie gets shamed and she has to walk through the streets naked, getting stuff flung at her on my day. That no, need you to fling anything. as it'll just be empty because you then just run away. Right. <laughs> they lost it for the police.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's strange, strange. Mm-hmm. But you want a good, you want a good crowd. Find the find mm. the team, like it says, I said. did not go on their backs. No. I'll try not to. You I know, mean, like I says, I'm I, I'm looking forward to it. I must admit, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's plenty
1: plenty of the season to go. Obviously, yes. no, um, a, a draw isn't bad here, Paul. It, it isn't us, not bad. We've got a game in hand on them, mm-hmm. so if we can keep it to what is it, five five points, four, yep. I mean, five points, so. A draw isn't bad, we've got a game in hand. I mean, ideally it would be a win and then it's in your hands. But like you say, plenty of time for the season to go. Um, look how quick it was for us to be top of the league to sit in five points behind yeah. in less than a month. Um, we've got I, think a, I think a, I think a win for either team here could be
0: monumental mm-hmm. to, the, to the title push, you know what I mean? I, re- yeah. I, I really do. Because, I mean, a win sees us goes two behind. Like you mm-hmm. says, with a game in hand against Cove at home, you'd expect when I win that you would. But a defeat season will go eight behind. Mm-hmm. It's a, again, it's a mentality thing. You're looking eight point. Hmm.
1: Yep, and especially the way their home teams just now. I know that has just got beat free. I think the last game was against Rafe in the the Challenge Cup. Yeah, but they, they arrested Simon Murray. So
0: maybe, maybe I should go on their podcast and just say, right, Queens, we're we're going to smash Abdi, the,
1: and then they will stop. <laughs> They'll just stop. You do that. I'll go and mm. hospitality at Oakleview and walk about via with, with Queen's Park Scaffron. Sounds good to me, mate. Infiltrate them. Infiltrate. The Destroy. Length, the lengths we would go to, all this good luck, bad luck nonsense. True. You might you your luck. See, for me, I know you're saying,
0: like, a, a draw, but... We've got to win that. I'm, I'm just saying a, a win a win here is vital for us. Obviously, I'm not going to highlight any
1: players, but it's obvious the ones that we need to keep quiet. Mm-hmm. Um we know what players. I think the fans now know what players mm-hmm. are instrumental on this Queens team. Uh, that are pulling the strings and fucking landing the punches. Yep. I mean, we we never really kept them quiet at the Dens game despite the three 0 scoring. They had some chances, they were just unlucky that they never scored some of them before we got a couple of goals. Absolutely um, right. But we are, I know some of the results have not been good the past couple of weeks, but we are a different team from when we last played them at Dens. Um, so we're kind of hoping that, that then again, were actual game plan and, and everything like, but I mean, we've I'm not really too sure what team he's going to put it. I think it all kind of goes on Tuesday's game as well. I think after we see who he plays and how long they play for, I mean, if he if he's playing Lyle Cameron and he comes off after 15 minutes, you could be thinking, well, he's in line for Saturday and whatnot. It gives you a good uh, indication on who he's thinking of playing. Absolutely. Um, but you know, I didn't want to overthink this game too much because I didn't really care what team we're going to put it. Um, and I, d- I, d- I see if it was me. 4 4 fucking 2.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I would play Mulligan at right back.
1: Mm-hmm. So it I looked give, really good, really, really good against I the give, man at right back. It has to go back to the formation that he was playing prior to changing that against Abroof. That went um the 10 game unbeaten. Mm-hmm. I think it was the day of that. Or um, well,
0: the 3 5. Yeah, it was like mm.
1: wing backs and that. But I mean, nah, nah, nah. Could Mulligan play in this game? I can he was suspended. Was it three games? But was that league games only? Eh. So will he miss this one?
0: No. It's league.
1: Is league games, miss- is it not? Well, has he missed two games already? Pass. See, you sit and do your notes and look over everything. Mate, he was,
0: right, like, it's <laughs> a three-game ban in the league. Mm-hmm. And this is the, are you on? about the oh, is he going to play in the Queen's game? Oh, I was talking yeah. about the family Yeah, no, nah, he'll no, he'll no, probably play. that that.
1: Nice save of the face there. Yeah, done well eh <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, Williamson, <laughs> I'm really <low> it. <laughs> Williamson, he'll still be missing Willie.
0: Well, I don't know, but that that's what that's what was on about. Like mm-hmm. they're probably not going to be even in with a shout of playing against the Yeah. So hopefully that will give them the time to recover for the for
1: the game on Saturday. I can, well, come up I'm in Burn. I've, I really should look up the rules of red cards and what competitions and are that because I probably just said a lot of not information that's nonsense absolutely nonsense that's not like you danny that's not like you at all
0: like you say, wing it absolutely wing in the prayer but um nah he because i'm I'm certain with mulligan it was because he'd because he's had two reds,
1: this he was given is...
0: a, it was a three. It's a three-game ban. Yeah, he was out for the game against our Arbroath. Wraith, yeah. So if it's if it's three, I'm certain. I'm ninety-nine percent certain it's three.
1: Mm-hmm. He'd,
0: he'll be out for the game
1: against Queens. Yeah, which we're kind of playing it right back then. If Kerr's fit, mm-hmm. Kerr.
0: yeah. If not, McGee. Why am I talking like a robot? I don't know. <laughs> but then, uh, McGee obviously being out there, the middle of the park, then it's going to be a young middle of the park, which I've not really got an issue with.
1: Yeah.
0: You would have Cameron, Anderson, uh, Robertson. There they are. There's your three. Mm-hmm. If you're playing a three, it's a pivot. But anyway.
1: I think that's how we can speak bit about, about this game. Let's just get fucking stuck in.
0: Yes, Danny.
1: Yes. There's it's a little related. bit of positivity for you.
0: That's what you I like mean? to hear from you. That's what I like to hear from
1: you, son. Come on. It's rare. This 3 <laughs> um I've still not got the bottle to give you a score prediction like that, though. No, nah, I didn't bother. Uh, but uh, let's just get stuck in. Um, fuck it. It's like I say, uh, i, I say the draw isn't a bad result, but let's just get the win. Um, just go for get, it. Let's get just go for it. The, first win of the year. Oh, let's God, get this that's... monkey off our back. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, come on at these. Right, that's it, we're moving on for that. Before we go on to On This Day with the D Archive, I'd just like to say a few things that I've been putting on the website recently. So, since November, end of November, obviously adding in everything on the way back from 2018 and currently down to 2011-12, adding all the match reports from James Christie, um when players are signed, when they're left, date of births, bloody pitchers, ever got a picture? And also, like, opposition lineups and all that capers. So is going in that you probably wouldn't see or notice, really, unless you start looking at in-depth at stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just a wee heads-up at what's popping on there. Um, and then... Uh, you should be proud of that, man. That is that is painstaking work. That painst- is hard going. Painstaking, yes. Oh, my God, it's painstaking. No, oh, you're doing well, mate. But I'm getting there. And obviously, um, I've had uh, plenty of player profiles sent in. I'm currently working through the 100 and odd that Kenny Ross sent in. <laughs> Class. I've done some of them. I think I got down to 99 and then had to stop because I was like, I've got so much putting in. And I've went back and started adding them as a go on this year because obviously, I'm, once I'm adding the season starts in, I'm looking at the player list. And thinking, right, let's get all the essentials um, knocked out on these ones, and I just start doing that. You just get snowballed into adding everything else. So it's—I um, mean, you wouldn't think I had a wife and it'd be a BMW. Well, a um, <laughs> I was
0: about to say with your working and, and overtime and doing this.
1: Aye, most people probably, are surprised to see I've got a wife anyway. So
0: I know I was about to
1: If anything, it makes them think I'm lying even more. <laughs> oh
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no you're doing well mate some work on that website by the way
1: it's probably- it, I think by the summer I'll have definitely from 1997 the present day all kitted out apart from biographies um, on players, on most of them anyway and um, and then by the end of the year, I'm 100% sure I'll have from 79 up to present day, totally done and dusted. And then it's just a case of working my way back um, and filling out all the, the rest of the seasons. So it is painstaking. Sometimes you just feel like loving your laptop out the windy. Um, no, nah, man,
0: keep doing it, keep doing it. Listen, I'd, I'll happily do a couple of biographies of... Uh... Craig Curran and Martin Woods, if you want. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, i was just in shite, and that's but it. There's an absolute wavelength here because that was the only word I was thinking of. <laughs> it's done, done, it's done and dusted. Obviously, <laughs> come on, I've Actually, I've got plenty of boys. I've been sending me in stuff as well. So, I mean, um, so like it's not just me. I'm, I'm, I'm inputting it all. But there's, like, say, Kenny Ross has sent us in. Um profiles and I've had people sending in um like like Alan Kettles and Stephen Galloway as uh, Scott Galloway has handed in um program covers so Scott uh, Alan's currently doing like season 1951 onwards for me and and stuff like that and also handing in yeah the seasons as well um so there's plenty of people there um helping out eh? Um, It's just uh, like you say, it's just mental sometimes (laughs) and I just let it build up and then decide one weekend, I'm going to get this done then you look at it and think I should just start drinking again
0: (laughs) I can help you with that
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the 24th of January uh, 1962 so obviously it's the year that Dundee won the league it was a 2-1 victory over St Johnston at ends, Alan Gilzean and Andy Penman. Poof. You'd never get tired of hearing about. Never. Never. And then the 25th, 2004, a 2-1 win against United. Nacho Novo and Steve Lovell. Um, I think that's the the derby that United fans turned up with their monopoly money. It was just after financial difficulties and they were waving it in there. The and I bet, I, bet,
0: I bet they thought they were being funny. <clears throat> they were actually it was quite funny. I was way to say it's um quite
1: wet <laughs> quite, quite
0: good. Quite good for them.
1: <laughs> those cave dwellers. <laughs> um the twenty six. Um a little known winger called Paul McMillan, seen for Dundee, uh two thousand and twenty one on loan. Hmm. I like the the debates that arise on Twitter between Dundee and Dundee United fans when they're comparing McMillan with other boys that play for the teams and um, obviously I wouldn't get into that the petty arguments myself but um, I do enjoy no, how no. boys get absolutely warmed up on both sides to be honest <laughs> about, about them um, well it's we do well for us though but the 27th yeah, Right, the 27th, 2018, a 2-1 win against Hamilton. Henvey scored his first goal. Oh, remember? yeah. Yep. And um, A.G. Leach-Smith in the 98th minute. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was that no when Henvey got walloped? No, I think that... No, I wasn't too sure, and I should have really looked up before that... Um, it was a Hamilton captain or something. He fucking injured himself in for broke. It was that fuck Darian McKinnon.
0: That's <laughs> it. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Right. I think it could have been another game. It probably was. Yeah. Um, are yeah, absolutely non-footballer. I, uh, I think in the the pro pause post we spoke about, how I got into an argument with him, Stephen Hendry, and another Hamilton player the day that we won 3-0 against Aloha and they got beat so basically we just needed to win um, on the last day of the season to obviously to win the, the title mm-hmm. uh, and all I put was enjoy the championship next season lads on Twitter and they annihilated me like fat mess Every, like, I I'm not fat, like, I kind of slag my weight I'm no fat but I was getting called fat mess and everything like that um, but I just kept like winding them up and they skip bite and eventually the blocked us Um
0: Oh, that's absolutely brilliant.
1: That was on my old Twitter account where like there was wind ups all the time. Um <laughs> probably probably best deleted. Oh,
0: that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good, get a right up them. Yep. Hamlet, isn't it? Fuck them. Just um, a typical Hamilton player. You know what I mean? mean?
1: I'm thug sure. the, a fog on the pitch and a fog on social media. Knuckle dragon bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the 28th, we announced his sign in with the open goal song. Um i do not say what I sang it. Um but the the, the Joker. Remember the, mm. the form The Joker when he's coming down the stairs? Um Dundee mm-hmm. announced the signing of Jason Cummins. hmm um along the same route. Uh a really missed opportunity we have on both sides. I'm Definitely. Likely, but let I mean, It's worked out better for him, like oh, but eh?
0: yeah, disappointing that it didn't work out. But yeah, that was a good I must admit that was
1: a good uh signing video, like. hmm But we're we'll no Wallow in the past. Mm. So we'll go so on the twenty ninth of January we'll go all the way back to nineteen forty seven. Um, <laughs> Dundee signed Alfie Boyd £4,000 facing Johnston a club record fee at the time mm. and he obviously um, helped Dundee to back-to-back League Cup wins in the 50s, the first team to do so um, obviously a, a Dundee legend so um, I'm surprised I was able to get that Joel you signing on um, but That's what you do when you are fucking bar deep in an archive website that you can't climb out of. You're never coming out of that. I'm in a hole of random 1930 footballers signing for Dundee and leaving to go to the wire and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your services. <laughs> but that's it. That is your week on this day on the D archive. Love it. <clears throat> Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Like I say, should be more happening um, over the coming months, but I'm not shy on sharing what gets put up. So you'll find it when I find it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yep. Well, Paul, I think that's all for this week. Um, mm-hmm. Again, just a quick shout out to obviously uh, the Douglas Youth with the Charlie Adam evening. Um, give that a, a look at, and um, it should be a good night. And if anything, you get to see Paul get bloated after four pints. So, <laughs> good then. <laughs> Speak about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hopefully, I don't get in a fight with a wall this time. Wall slash pavement slash concrete. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Everything.
0: <laughs>
1: this beauty, this
0: beautiful face can't take it anymore. I can't I can't attack any more cement hitting it. Yeah, true. <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but Paul, it's been an absolute privilege and pleasure to have you on this podcast. Right back at you, Danny. Thanks for it's, having me. It's a pleasure and privilege just to have you as a friend. Oh. So anything after that is a bonus. Oh, what are you after? (laughs) Yeah, you'll find out later.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: until until then, give the podcast a listen. Give any other ones that you have not listened to catch up on. We have got interviews there. We've got Cammie Kerr's interview. We've got Jockey Scotts. We've got Matt Lockwood. We've got Gavin Ray. We will be publishing... I think Jim McAllister, Peter McDonald, and their Barry Smith, and there might be somebody else I can't mind. Um, they'll all be getting put up uh, soonish as well, when I can be bothered to uh, record an intro for them, which only takes 20 <laughs> seconds, but takes awful lot of effort. It does <laughs> <So>, for you. <laughs> yeah. So give that a look. Um, but we'll be back next week while we'll either be speaking about getting pumped to another cup and getting pumped at him, or going through in another cup and closing the gap at the top. Who knows? We sure sell, don't any. But we'll speak to you next week. Bye.